Amen. So, we thank God for gathering us once again tonight. And uh, let us go into the word of God, the book of Exodus, chapter number 23. Exodus, chapter number 23. Verse number 29 and 30. Verse number 29 and 30. Little by little I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. Okay. Uh, verse number 29 also. Verse, I read verse number 30. Verse number 29 says, I will not drive them out from before you in one year lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. And then it says in verse 30, little by little I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. Hallelujah. This is a strategy of the Lord that he brings about in a land or in a nation or even it applies to the lives of individuals where he intends to bring complete deliverance or complete victory over the enemy or driving out the enemy. But the Bible says, God is saying to Israel that uh, I will not drive out your enemy before you in one year. It will, not be a, it, it will not be in a small span of time or it will not be at once I will drive out all the enemies from the territory I have given you. But I will drive them out little by little okay, from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. So it is like God is saying to the people of Israel that this is the land I have given you. But I will not drive out your enemies from the land. The more you increase and occupy those areas, if you will inherit areas and expand your limits and bring my authority and jurisdiction in those areas, only in those areas I will remove your enemies. I will not remove your enemies fully, completely from your land. Are we understanding the words? God will not be able to provide you deliverance in the areas of your life where you have not yet reached or occupied it to bring that area under the authority of the Lord. Listen to me. Hallelujah. Uh, there, there, are, there are areas in our life where the enemy is still controlling. Why? Because we have not been able to reach in those areas to conquer it and bring it under the authority of the Lord. And until we reach uh, to those areas, God will not be able to drive out the enemies. Are, are we together? Are, we, are you understanding until now? Stay with me, okay? The Lord will only drive out the enemies in the areas where you have inherited or increased or occupied it. So, complete victory does not come in few, few years. It takes a lot of years for complete victory. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are not willing to if you are not willing, you have a problem of lust, for example. If you have not reached, if you have, you have just let go of that lust, there are demons in that area that are controlling you in your life. But the day you rise up and you say, Lord, I want to get rid of this, of this lustful habit. Hallelujah. 
and you read you read the bible you ask the holy spirit you spend time with the lord then the lord tells you to fast you spend time in fasting then you control, you 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 fast you uh, you tame your appetite because lust is related to your appetite any which ways but you tame your appetite you fast and then when you are you are exercising authority with the word of the lord and with prayer in that area when you have reached that area the lord will start to drive out the enemy from that area hallelujah the empty areas in our life where we haven't yet reached there are still demons sitting there are still spirits influencing us there are still hallelujah are we understanding okay there are still spirits and demons influencing us in those areas because we haven't increased and occupied or inherited those areas and brought it under the sub submission and the lordship of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says God told Israel that I will not drive out your enemy from the land all at once. I will drive them out little by little until you have increased. But because if you if you don't increase and if you don't occupy those areas those areas will be desolate and the beasts of the field will start to devour you that is a meaning there is a revelation to this verse hallelujah so so our focus should not be deliverance oh i want to get deliverance from this demons i want to get deliverance from the spirits i want to get deliverance from these habits our focus should be increasing in the lord as we increase in the lord as we increase in his word as we increase in the stature of the spirit in prayer we will the 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 enemies will be driven out from from the areas of our life our focus is not oh many people are focusing on deliverance oh i want my demons to be casted out but have you increased in the lord hallelujah if you haven't that is what the verse is saying listen to me very carefully that is what the verse is saying here if you don't increase the lord says to the people of israel and occupy that certain area i will not drive out the enemies because because if i drive out the enemies and you have not occupied the area the beasts of the field will devour you what does that mean that means if the Lord drives out a demon from an area of your life which you haven't conquered yet. More wicked spirits will come in that area and obstruct your current growth also. Are we understanding? If, if a de hallelujah, pastors who do deliverance, listen to me very carefully. Deliverance, deliverance is first of all not casting out demons. We cast out demons, that is called not deliverance, that is called casting out demons, literally. That is what we call it. Hallelujah. And nowadays, I see servants of God casting out de demons just to show forth how much power they have. They are not hearing the Holy Spirit and carrying out that activity. Hallelujah. You cast out a demon from a lustful man who hasn't conquered the area of lust. You casted out that demon. Ah, I cast you out. By the anointing, by the fire, at that moment of time, the demon will leave because you are commanding that demon in the name of Jesus to get out. But the man hasn't conquered the, the lust area. And he still goes back and does all lustful things, watches pornography or commits adultery. That same spirit, because the area remained empty, and was not inherited the same spirit of lust 
which went out it will come back and it will come back with seven more wicked spirits than itself and occupy that person and the current state of the person will, will, will be more worse than the earlier stage, state. Are we understanding people of God? God does not want to drive out the enemies where you have not reached yet because if he does, the vacant area left will be occupied by more wicked spirits. Okay, then more wicked spirits than before that will start to obstruct your current growth and increase. So many deliverance instead of benefiting that person will, will also obstruct the current growth of the person once you deliver the demon out. Uh, and after two days you will see that person never come back to the church. Hallelujah. Because hallelujah. That is what is happening. That is what is happening. When we are, when we are praying for people and they, wanted to, they want to have their spirits casted out and this and that. But... But deliverance has to be carried out by the leading of the Holy Spirit. The real deliverance is not when the demon has gone out. The real deliverance is when the person has received the truth and the truth has set that person free out of sinful habits and sinful patterns. Then that person is delivered. Hallelujah. Deliverance is not casting out demons. Get out, get out. That We do that. Jesus did that, but Jesus never called it a deliverance ministry. Read your Bible carefully. You will not find a ministry by the name deliverance ministry in your Bible. There is nothing called as such ministry. There is something called as a teaching ministry which brings deliverance, the giving of the truth of the word of God. Many times the Lord tells me that person has a demon, but don't cast him out. Don't cast that spirit out because the person, there is two types of demonic uh, what we call as demonic uh, manifestation in, in human beings. I think I told you that. Let me repeat myself. There are two types of demonic manifestation in human beings. One is demonic possession and the another is demonic residency. Demonic possession and demonic residency. Demonic possession when a spirit is when a spirit of oppression has forced itself to occupy the body of the person. The person does not want the spirit, but the spirit is occupying by force the person. For example, the man in Gadarene. The Bible says when Jesus delivered the man, the man came to his right mind and told Jesus, Jesus, I want to follow you. So, so the, the demons were carrying out their activities. That was not the real personality. The, in reality, the man was a lover of God. And he did not want the demons. But the demons possessed him by force. It was a forceful possession. Okay. It was a forceful possession in his life. And when he got delivered, he came to his right mind. And he started to follow. He, he had an urge, had a desire to do what Jesus wanted him to do. That is demonic possession. Many people are oppressed by demonic spirits that they don't want. They hate those spirits. But because of some things... The demonic spirits have possessed them by force, but they hate those spirits. The second type of demonic manifestation is demonic residency. Hallelujah. In other words, even the Pharisees had demons in them. Do you know that? When you read your Bible, John the Baptist called the Pharisees brood of vipers. Even, in, even Jesus called them brood of vipers. 
Now Jesus and John is not calling them by, by bad names, but they are calling out the spirits inside of them. They carried vipers in them. That's why they told you brood of vipers because they carried viper, vipers, poisonous snake spirits inside of them. But Jesus never attempted to deliver those Pharisees. Why? Because they were an example of demonic residency. They themselves were comfortable with the demons. And they wanted the demons to stay. You, hallelujah. Are we understanding? If the anointing is heavy upon your head, the fire is so much upon your head, you can cast out a demon from, your, from a Pharisee. Yes, a Pharisee will... But, but, but what will happen is the Pharisee will start hating you and persecuting you because you casted out his friend from him. That is demonic residency. Many people have made demons their friend and if you try to deliver them, they will hate you. Oh my God, hallelujah. Are we understanding? What, listen to me, if you have not went to that, you have not seen such things what I am speaking. Okay, just listen to me. And men, if you have seen such thing, you will know what I am speaking. Many people are comfortable with their demons. We don't cast out demons from them. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Yes, because they have not conquered the area of lust. Casting out a spirit of lust will not deliver the person of lust until his heart receives uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ and confesses that he is sinful and needs to get rid of the sin of lust. Hallelujah. The demon of lust is not so important to be casted out. The sin of lust has to be dealt with. The habit is bringing the demons. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? So, 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 so. So deliverance has to be done as per the leading of the Holy Spirit. Do not cast out the spirits when the Holy Spirit does not indicate you uh, when the Holy Spirit does not tell you to cast out the spirits. Don't cast out spirits. Don't cast out spirits. I know, I know ministers, intercessors on phone going to minister, casting out spirits left, right and center, coming back home and saying, Oh, brother Raul, I am attacked. Oh, this is happening to me. My stomach is paining. I am vomiting. I am not getting well. I am not able to read the Bible. Why? Why are you under attack when you are doing God's ministry? Because you are casting out demons without the leading of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't do that. You are casting out demons from people who, are, who, have, not, who, who have not conquered the specific area of that life. And that demon will come back. And because you casted out that demon, that, yeah, that casting out has made the life of that very person much worse than before. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Hallelujah. So, so we have to understand. We have to understand that God is not willing to drive out the enemy from the areas of, of our lives, which we have not inherited, which we have not conquered. First of all, we have to conquer those areas. The focus is, let me come, come to that word again. The focus is not getting rid of our enemies the focus is increasing in the lord even as we increase in the lord we we nullify the space that the enemy is occupying and they will be driven out okay the focus is not sitting here and saying you go out from here you go out the focus is increasing from here 
And even as we are increasing in the Lord, increasing in the word of his grace, increasing in prayer, increasing in the things of the spirit, increasing in the stature of the realms of the spirit, increasing in spiritual maturity, the enemy will have much lesser space to occupy in our life. And we, can, we will come to a place where we have grown fully and there is no place for the enemy to occupy in our lives. None of the areas are there for him because we have increased. We have increased in the area of spiritual maturity. We have increased in the word of, of the Lord. We have increased and we have conquered the area of anger, the area of lust, the area of iniquities that comes from our ancestral line. We are no longer looking and behaving like, like our father or like our mother. We are completely different. When we increase, when we increase and become more Christ-like, there is no space for the enemy to come in that is what jesus said the ruler of the world is coming but i have nothing to do with him that means he has no area in my life to occupy hallelujah hallelujah that is what god testified about job he said job is a blameless and upright man the ones the one who shuns from evil and does what is right hallelujah blameless means blameless means he he's he has no area in his life where the enemy can come and occupy. Hallelujah. He has increased in the Lord. Hallelujah. Everyone say, I have to increase in the Lord. I have to increase in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, let, let's, go, let's go to the more deeper realms of the word now. In this revelation now we have to look at that if you will see the strategies that the Lord uses to deliver his people is the same he does not delivers just once I just deliver and they are they are out of Egypt it does not happens like that even the exodus or the deliverance of the people of Israel from Egypt hallelujah the process had the same strategy of God being implemented and I want to use the, the text or the scriptures from the book of Exodus where Israel came out of Egypt. And I want to show you how God leads us step by step to conquer areas in our lives, in our personal lives. Because the Exodus of the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, that is what the, the Holy Spirit pointed me out. And that is what I found uh, the best to explain how little by little the Bible says, as we read that verse, little by little he drives out even as we increase in him. Amen. That is the scripture I am going to use. Any which ways, but every deliverance that the, even the conquest of the land of Canaan where Joshua was leading the people of Israel to conquer the land of Canaan, it was not all at once. It was little by little, even as they were occupying the vacant areas. The Lord started to drive out the, what, Perizzites and Hittites and Hivites and all those people, you know. Hallelujah. Amalekites, uh, not, not Amalekites. So, all those people who were dwelling in that land, even as they were occupying, that was the conquest. Hallelujah. It was the same for David. Little by little, David started to increase and through David, the kingdom of God started to be established. In Israel and David started to defeat by the time Solomon was born it was all conquered and that's why Solomon had peace 
Alleluia. Solomon had peace, not because of his own, own ex exercising of his faith in God, but because his father David was a mighty man of God who increased in the Lord. Alleluia. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and the other way, Saul did not never increased in the Lord. In the beginning phases itself, he started to transgress the commands of the Lord. And that's why he never increased to occupy. And that's why the Philistines were still ruling over Israel during the time of Saul. They were come, still coming and fighting them. And at last they killed Saul and his sons and took over. Uh, took over the place where Saul was ruling. Any which way. So I, I am, tr I am, I am showing you how every this strategy is implemented in every area, even in our lives. Little by little, he will drive out the enemies, even as we increase. And we are going to use the text or the scripture from Exodus and look at how how God little by little started to occupy and invade and inherit the authority over the land of Egypt okay so first of all by now we know how God started to uh, bring about the exodus of the children of Israel first of all the strategy was Moses was supposed to visit Pharaoh again and again Moses was supposed to visit Pharaoh again and again okay stay with me now and at each visit the first visit was not a plague there were 10 plagues but counting the first visit where Moses turned the rod into snake. There were 11 visits that Moses did. Actually, there were 12 visits. The first visit was nonsense because Moses went and he said, please, Pharaoh, let us go. And uh, if you don't let us go, the Lord will strike us. Though, so the first visit Moses did to Pharaoh, I don't have time. Afterwards, you can read the scriptures. The first visit that Moses did, uh, did uh, in the palace of Pharaoh, he was in fear of Pharaoh and he, he forgot the commands and the word of Lord. He said, please Pharaoh, in Exodus chapter number 5, let us go. He's saying and pleading Pharaoh. That, uh, that was not how he was supposed to speak with Pharaoh. But because he just started off with the ministry, he did not have the boldness in Exodus chapter 5. So there were... There were in, 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 in completion, there were 12 visits that Moses did. The first visit, nothing happened. The second visit, so by each visit and plague, the Lord led Moses and Aaron to increase and occupy the enemy's land of jurisdiction little by little. Each visit, each visit started, what God did is by each visit of Moses and Aaron, God started to little by little increase their authority over the jurisdiction and the land of Egypt. Are we understanding? Okay. Let us start off with Exodus chapter number 7. Let us start off with Exodus chapter number 7 and verse number 8. Verse number 8. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you saying, Show a miracle for yourself. Okay. Then you shall say to Aaron, take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and they did so, just as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants and it became a serpent. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, so the magicians of Egypt, 
they also did in like manner with their en enchantments. For every man threw down his rod and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. And Pharaoh's heart grew hard and he did not heed them as the Lord had said. Now listen to me. This is considering this is the first visit. There was a visit done before but that, that was an unofficial, un, you know, non-beneficial visit. Considering this is where it all started. The first visit. What they did, what the Lord commanded them to do in the first visit. The Lord commanded them to throw the rod and it shall become a snake. Hallelujah. But the Bible says then the magicians and the sorcerers also imitated, copied or imitated or counterfeited the same miracle that they did. And Pharaoh did not let the people of Israel grow, go. We would say, oh, what happened? No benefit. But there is something that happened. There is something that happened in the first visit. The rod of Aaron swallowed up the rod of the sorcerers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know in the book of 2 Timothy, turn with me to 2 Timothy. Listen to me very carefully, okay? 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Now, Apostle Paul gives a revelation of who the, those people with the rods were in 2nd Timothy chapter number 3 verse number 8 now as James and Jambres resisted Moses so do these resist the truth men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith now apostle Paul reveals James and Jambres who are James and Jambres they are the high priest of the demonic altars of Egypt Egypt was governed by altars which were which were facilitated by these magicians and the head of the magicians and sorcerers were Jains and Jambres. Hallelujah. We might think, oh, we prayed and nothing happened, but something happened when you were seeking the Lord. Even though Pharaoh did not let you go, but an area was conquered. The area was the demonic priesthood the authority the rod signifies authority the authority of the demonic priesthood that has jurisdiction and control over your life that is the first area the lord will lead you to conquer when you become a believer listen to me very carefully i am i am teaching you i am teaching you how step by step a believer is led to complete victory hallelujah when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know the Lord, the Holy Spirit will introduce you to the ministry of prayer, intercession and spiritual warfare. Why? Because the first area he wants you to defeat is the authority of the altars, the priesthood altar of your family line. Hallelujah. Amen. And we might think, oh, we, the Lord told us something. Oh, nothing happened. We did not come out of the bondage. But an area that is holding us was we were delivered of. People might say, oh, Pharaoh did not let us go. But the rods of those sorcerers, the authority of the priesthood that controlled Israel through the altars of Egypt, it was destroyed in the first visit. Am I able to make you understand? In a believer's life, when you become, I am telling you, every believer is introduced to the 
priesthood ministry in the kingdom of God when we become believers. When I become a believer, I had an urge of prayer and intercession. The first ministry I started to understand was prayer and intercession. You know why? Because the Lord was leading me to defeat the priesthood authority in my ancestral line, in my family. That is the first area we have to conquer. We have to defeat the authority of the demonic priesthood that used to govern generations before generations, our forefathers. We have to deal with that ancestral priesthood of our family. Are we together? Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. The first area where the Lord will lead you to conquer when you accept Jesus in your life is the priesthood authority that governs and controls your family through altars. Yes, that governs and controls your family through altars. Now, second thing is, you will say, Apostle Raul, how were the sorcerers able to copy what Moses and Aaron did? They were able to copy it because they were ruling by the jurisdiction of reptilians and marine kingdom. And whatever comes under the jurisdiction of the reptilian and the marine kingdom, the magicians and the sorcerers can also perform. That's why they were able to copy it. Okay, stay with me. We will come to the next plagues or the next visits. And at a point of time, we will see the magicians and the sorcerers were not no longer able to copy what they were doing. That, because, because what is happening here? Moses and Aaron are increasing now. The first area they conquered was the priesthood of Egypt. They defeated it. The authority was consumed. Their authority was consumed. Are we together? Hallelujah. And in comparison to our lives, I said, we are led to defeat, first of all, the priesthood. Hallelujah. The priests, the high priests, the occultic masters that, can, that have altars facilitating governance and control over our family line. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the first area. Shall we go to the next one? Exodus Chapter number 7, again, the same chapter, <clears throat> Exodus chapter number 7, verse number 15, okay, go to Pharaoh in the morning when he goes out to the water and you shall stand by the river bank to meet him and the rod which was turned to a serpent, again the rod, okay, the rod because this is the priesthood authority of the kingdom of God against witchcraft of Egypt. Okay. Uh, the rod which turned into a serpent, you shall take in your hand and you shall say to him, the Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you saying, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now you would not hear. Thus says the Lord. By this, you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the waters which are in the river with the rod that is in my hand and they shall be turned to blood and the fish that are in the river shall die the river shall stink and the Egyptians will loathe to drink the water of the river then the Lord spoke to Moses uh, say to Aaron take your, take your rod and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt over their streams, over their rivers, over their ponds and over all their pools of water that they may become blood and there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, some both in, in buckets of wood and pitchers of stone. So the second visit facilitated another sign or wonder, which we call 
that God told him to use the rod and strike the waters of Egypt. Strike the waters of Egypt. Okay. Again, the rod was used to strike the waters of Egypt and the waters of Egypt, the Bible says, it became blood. Now, the second area that the Lord conquered was the powers and the gods who ordained the priesthood for their altar, altars. Are we understanding? If there are priests, there is a God that ordained that priest as a priest. The, the, the God and the power, the demonic powers that ordained priesthood, that is the second area the Lord will lead us to conquer. Because if we destroyed the authority of priesthood, the gods who ordained them as priests are still there. We, are, we, we, we have not conquered completely. There is the second step where we attack the gods of the altar. Hallelujah. You remember what God told Gideon? First of all, he encouraged Gideon because Gideon's mindset was very low because the altars of Baal and Ashtoreth was controlling. And then before doing uh, stepping into ministry, God told him to break the altars. And secondly, after he broke the altars, what happened is his father, who used to worship the altar of Baal was belonged to his father, the father of Gideon. That was that was what the angel communicated. The altar in your father's house that belongs to your father. The secondly, what happened is the gods were defeated because the father gave Gideon a new new name called Jerubal. Hallelujah. Okay, I will not go into Gideon. But the second area where the Lord led Moses and Aaron to strike down was the gods who ordained the priesthood. Hallelujah. And the gods who ordained the priesthood used to live inside the water. They used to live inside the water. They were marine gods in the form of dragons and snakes. Are we understanding? With the army of frogs and all kinds of reptilians. If you see in, in your dreams, if you see alligator, crocodile, frogs or snakes or vipers, all these all this, uh, animals come under the kingdom of reptilians. Hallelujah. And the kingdom of reptilians mostly stay under the water. Hallelujah. Even the snakes stay under the water. Hallelujah. And these marine kingdom were having their altars in Egypt. And Egypt were, that's why Pharaoh was so obsessed with the river Nile. We will see that in Ezekiel chapter number 29. Ezekiel chapter number 29. Hallelujah. And verse number. Ezekiel chapter number 29, verse number 2. Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. I am reading from verse 2 onwards. Now verse 3. Speak and say, thus says the Lord God. Behold, I am against you, O Pharaoh, king of Egypt, O great monster who lies in the midst of the rivers. Where does he lies? Pharaoh is not in the river. The spirit inside of him, the monster spirit, the dragon spirit is inside the water, inside the river. Which river? Nile river. Hallelujah. With which Egypt is so obsessed with. Okay. Who was said, who has said, my river is my own. I have made it for myself. You see the obsession of Egypt with the river and with the waters. Why? Because they are, they are controlling Egypt. They are governing Egypt. 
and they are ordaining priesthood over the altars of Egypt. Okay, verse number four. But I will put hooks in your jaws and cause the fish of your river to to stick to your scales. I will bring you up out of the midst of your rivers, and all the fish in your rivers will stick to your scales. Hallelujah. That is what he is doing now. That is. If God wants to bring bring judgment upon Egypt, He will not bring judgment upon the land of Egypt first. He will start with the roots of Egypt. First is the priesthood, and then is the powers in the marine kingdom under the water that have ordained the priesthood. Hallelujah! When you become a believer, first you are led to attack the priesthood that is governing the priesthood that is governing the altars of your ancestral line. and then once you have conquered the priesthood god will lead you to more powerful uh, people or spirits than them that is the powers the gods that have ordained the priesthood of your ancestral line little by little little by little i will drive out your enemies even as you start increasing in me this is how you increase in the lord my dear friends hallelujah don't tell me when you become a believer you started you you just got introduced into the, into music ministry and you never prayed you are a defeated believer every believer will be introduced to the ministry of prayer why because the ministry of prayer is intended towards fighting the priesthood demonic priesthood and altars and gods that controls our ancestral line little by little are we understanding okay hallelujah so so the river nile was the obsession of egypt why because the spirits from under the water used to ordain priesthood for the altar altars of egypt then verse number 22 let's go back to exodus chapter number 7 where we were exodus chapter number 7 and verse number where is that verse number 22 it says then the magicians of egypt and uh, did so with their enchantments and pharaoh's heart grew hard and he did not heed them as the lord had said the magicians the water kingdom was their was their main kingdom so the magicians could again imitate it they were copying it imitating it okay listen to me there is one thing in imitation and copying the sorcerers can copy but there is one thing that is happening here when they are imitating it okay the sorcerers were able to copy the acts but were not not able to pro, were not able to produce the results which the men of god were producing they were able to copy the acts but they were not able to produce the results which the men of god were producing so the results the not able to produce the results and overpower the authority of the men of god okay they were not able to produce the results and overpower the authority of the men of god what dif- differentiates true men of god from sorcerers is not powerful acts but authority what differentiates true men of god from sorcerers is not powerful acts don't look at the acts they can copy all the acts but what differentiates true man of god and god himself is the authority there is difference between power and authority but i i don't want to go into that topic otherwise we will not be able to complete this tonight okay okay let me go ahead exodus we were in exodus chapter number 7 verse 22 they were able to imitate why because the marine kingdom was their kingdom and they were able to imitate that it was their, their jurisdiction 
of operation okay let's go to the third visit now exodus chapter number 8 exodus chapter number 8 verse number 1 onwards and it says go to pharaoh the lord spoke to moses to go to pharaoh and say thus says the lord let my people go that they may serve me but if you refuse to let them go behold i will smite all your territory with frogs this is again a reptilian frogs so the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly which shall go up and come into your house into your bedroom on your bed into the house houses of your servants on your people into the ovens and into the kneading kneading bowls okay let's stop that so the second the the third round of visit was again again driving out the stubborn marine spirits the stubborn marine spirits when the stain is so hard on a vessel you have to carry out two three rounds of cleansing on it with some extra powerful detergents and liquids and that is that is how the the gods are which rule over our ancestral line we have to carry out multiple attacks on them to completely destroy them this is the second round of cleansing this is the second round of deliverance of the powers of the marine kingdom are we understanding now okay the third visit is the second round of driving out the stubborn marine spirits there are some you you think people think oh we are delivered because i you know i carried out that fasting and god showed me i am delivered but there are some stubborn spirit that are sticking to the roots of your ancestral line they are stubborn spirit like stubborn stains which don't come out of the cloth or the garments there are stubborn spirits like the frogs no one knows from where the frogs came there were so many frogs that came out of the water and that covered the face of of the land of egypt the bible says everywhere there were frogs from where did the frogs came they were spirits hiding deep down under the marine kingdom stubborn spirits that were hidden and now when the hand of god is is accessing the deep areas the hand and the light of god is able to penetrate into the areas where the devil thought the lord cannot come here the the lord came there because the power of the lord the light of the lord is able to penetrate into the dark areas hidden areas secret secret areas and expose it hallelujah the third the third visit hallelujah the lord delivered the lord exercised control over the hidden stubborn spirits which were not accessible you need to grow in the stature of the lord to grow go deep go to go deep into the areas where no one has accessed and to drive out the demons that are controlling you from that area hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, christianity is not oh hallelujah christian life is a deep life hallelujah and the, that's why the lord has given us the holy spirit to teach us you are not supposed to live a defeated life you are supposed to live a victorious life having victory over yes. sin flesh and death and the devil yes, don't accept anything below that hallelujah this is the third step where the lord will lead you to conquer hallelujah he will what was the first step to attack the priesthood of the altars the second was attack the gods who ordained the priesthood the third was to go deep to drive out the spirits and the gods and the demons that are hiding deep down under the roots yes. hallelujah 
So the then again verse number 7 says again the magicians in Exodus chapter number 8 verse number 7 then again the magicians I will go fast I may not read all the scriptures afterwards the after the meeting you read the book of Exodus and God will speak to you okay from every verse but let me speak now verse number 7 says the magicians again were able to copy the same why again it was concerning the waters that's why they were able to copy shall we go to the next now the fourth visit Exodus chapter number 8 the fourth visit <coughs> Exodus chapter number 8 verse number 16 to 23 speaks about God asked Moses and Aaron again to use the rod and to strike the land of Egypt now strike the land of Egypt what does that means now and strike the dust on the land of Egypt and lice lice the insect lice will come out of the land out out of the dust and spread all over Egypt okay stay with me that is what Exodus chapter number 8 verse number 16 onwards let us read that so the Lord said to Moses say to Aaron stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt and they did so for Aaron stretched, stretched out his hand <coughs> with, the, with his rod and struck the dust of the earth and it became lice of on men on man and beast all the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of egypt now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lice but they could not hallelujah why why the magicians could not do it now because first of all the altar the priesthood and the gods governing the altar were completely destroyed and taken over so witchcraft lost its power when you defeat the first three areas the witchcraft of the spirits from your ancestral line will lose power over your life hallelujah and then the attacks that used to come from the priests of the altar against you shall cease they shall no longer be able to copy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They shall no longer be able to do you anything. The magicians ceased. That is the first point. Why they were not able to copy the miracle now. The second point is now the land was not the area of their operation. The water was. That's why they were not able to perform the same miracle now. Are we understanding? Little by little, I am telling you, the Lord will increase you. And even as you increase in the Lord little by little, He will drive out the enemies from your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So, they were not able to work that miracle with their en enchantments. Verse number 19. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your relatives who hate you for accepting Jesus Christ. When you start to increase in the Lord, they will confess that your life has the finger of God. You have the power of God on you. They will start to confess. Alleluia. Believers, listen to me carefully. Wives who have unbelieving husbands, husbands who have unbelieving wives, and they are still not acknowledging the power over your life. 
that means you have not conquered the areas that i told before this you have to in they have to acknowledge the power this is the finger of god this is the finger of god now we are not able to do what they are doing we are not able to overpower them we are not able to counterfeit their acts now this is the finger of god hallelujah verse number 20 and the lord said to moses rise early in the morning and stand before pharaoh as he comes out to the water then say to him thus says the lord let my people go that they may serve me now 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 this this is now okay that brings to that brings us <coughs> to the sixth visit and the fifth plague the sixth visit in exodus okay hallelujah no 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 okay verse number so let us continue verse number 21 or else if you will not let my exodus chapter 8 verse verse number 21 or else if you will not let my people go behold i will send swarms of flies on you and your servants on your people into your house the houses of the egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand okay this is the fifth plague and the sixth visit i'm sorry this is the fifth visit and uh, this is the fifth visit and the fourth plague okay after the lice this is the flies now the swarms of flies okay now when the land was struck what happened is land was struck what happened is the powers of the magicians till then was broken and after this from this the from this fourth plague this is the fourth plague of flies from the fourth plague you will notice that god is not asking moses and aaron to use the rod they are just god will just say to moses and aaron to stretch out their hand why because the witchcraft is done away with because the priesthood the demonic priesthood is done away with the rod of moses or the apostolic rod or the even the staff that david had it's a authority that is used against demonic priesthood now when that is destroyed god is just telling them to stretch out their hand or say or those things god will not ask them to use the rod now hallelujah because the demonic priesthood is destroyed now this is the fourth plague and the fifth visit now and what is it the lord says or else verse number 21 that god will bring swarms of flies over the household of pharaoh over the land of egypt and verse number 22 is important exodus 8 verse 22 and in that day i will set apart the land of goshen in which my people dwell that no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that i am the lord in the midst of the land verse number 23 i will make a difference between my people and your people tomorrow this sign shall be we think that the land of goshen was separated from the beginning of the plagues it was not separated from the beginning of the plagues it was separated in the plague of the flies that is the fourth plague when the witchcraft is broken upon your life the lord will disconnect you and detach you from the supply and from the character and from the behavioral patterns and from the health patterns of your ancestral line the lord will make a difference between you and your demonic ancestral line are we understanding now 
the bible says now what i will do when i bring the flies they will only come on the land of egypt they will not come on the land of goshen i will make a difference between my people and egypt's people hallelujah amen so whatever judgment of the lord will come upon egypt but what will not come upon his children amen. the lord is now dealing with the pride ego and stubbornness of the spirits that used to control you of the people that used to control you hallelujah are we understanding verse number 18 okay sorry not verse number 18 so once the ancestral line is destroyed the rod is not used but his word and the hand is used his word and his hand is used secondly he now makes a difference between his his people and egypt's people when the witchcraft and ancestral iniquities are destroyed hallelujah are we understanding the lord will make a difference they will be different you will be different judgment will come upon your enemies but you will see the lord is preserving you have you come to that stage yes. You will see God dealing with your enemies, but you will see God preserving you. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead to the sixth visit and the fifth plague. Exodus chapter number 9. Are we together until now, people of God? Are you, are you understanding? Are you getting what the Holy Spirit is teaching? Okay. Exodus chapter number 9, verse number 1 to 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews let my people go that they may serve me for if you refuse to let them go and still hold them behold the hand of the Lord will be on your what cattle in the field on the horses on the donkeys on the camels on the oxen and on the sheep a very severe pestilence and verse number 4 again the Lord will make a difference between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt so nothing shall die of all that belongs to the children of israel hallelujah this plague is about the lord striking the assets of your enemies and separating the work of your hands from that of your enemies hallelujah the lord striking the assets and the work of the hands of your enemies the cattle the animals that the egyptian owned Hallelujah suffered pestilence and they were all killed. Yes. Are we understanding? Yes, hallelujah. If you are a real Christian, your enemy has to bow down before you. Amen. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. If you are a real child of God and you are increasing in the Lord, hallelujah, the prosperity the of your enemy of the wicked that you are looking at, it shall be temporary. The Lord shall strike the possessions and the assets of your enemy. Hallelujah. And then he separates your possession. You shall increase but they shall decrease. Alleluia. Yes, hallelujah. The Lord is now dealing with the dealing dealing with your enemies the same Egypt that used to oppress you, the same Egypt that sucked out your energy, sucked out your time, sucked out your age and benefited from your life. God is dealing with them. even as you increase in the lord he shall drive out your enemies are we understanding hallelujah hallelujah then let's go to the next visit the visit number 7 and the sixth plague the visit number 7 and the sixth plague plague okay exodus chapter number 9 the same chapter verse number 8 
So the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take for yourself handful of ashes from a furnace and let Moses scatter it toward the heavens in the sight of Pharaoh. And it will become fine dust in all the land of Egypt. And it will cause boils that will break out in sores on man and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. Alleluia. Now what does that mean? What does that signify? I will tell you. Then they took ashes from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh and Moses scattered them toward heaven and they caused boils that break out in sores on man and beast. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. For the boils were on the magicians and all the Egyptians. After he has attacked the work of the hands of your enemy, the next thing he will, he will deal with is the Lord will deal and bring down the flesh. That is the pride, the ego and the stubbornness of your enemy to bow down before you. My God, hallelujah. hallelujah. The same people who used to operate in the spirit of those demonic powers that used to control your ancestral land. They, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If, if, if anyone says, oh, brother Rahul, you know, I don't have enemies. You are lying to me. The devil hates you. <laughs> hallelujah. Don't say that to me. Don't lie. <laughs> hallelujah. As you become a Christian, he will ordain enemies. But yet our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And that's what I am teaching you tonight. Little by little, once you have destroy, destroyed the witchcraft, you see how you are increasing in the Lord. First, the enemy, the, the work of their hands was targeted and you are prospering. And next, the Lord caused, the Bible says, caused boils, hallelujah, to break out on their skin, on their body. He caused boils. To break out on their body. Hallelujah. That means that signifies. And the Bible says the same magicians. Remember the book of 2 Timothy I read. James and Jambres used to resist Moses. They used to stand before Moses like this. Moses you are nothing. You cannot speak. You cannot do this. The same people are not even able to stand before Moses now. Why? Moses is increasing in the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. Can I have a hallelujah? Come on people of God. Hallelujah. Moses is increasing in the Lord now. You are increasing in the Lord now in Jesus mighty name. You are increasing in the Lord and your enemies will not be able. The Bible says now these magicians who used to stand with the rod to resist Moses because of the boils they are not even able to stand before Moses. Why? Because the Lord has attacked. The Lord has attacked their pride, their stubbornness, their ego. The people used to talk with you with their ego and stubbornness and pride. God is, will deal with them even as you increase in Him. Hallelujah. Shall we go to the next one now? The eighth visit and the seventh plague. Exodus chapter number 9. The eighth visit and the seventh plague. plague. Exodus chapter number 9. Verse number, verse number 18. Behold, tomorrow about this time I will cause every heavy hail to rain down, such as has not been in Egypt since its founding, since its founding until now. Therefore, send now and gather your life, livestock and all that you have in the field, for the hail shall come down on every man and every animal which is found in the field and, and is not brought home, and they shall die. He who feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh 
made his servants and his livestock flee to the houses. But he who did not regard the word of the Lord left his servants and his livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven that there may be hail in the, all the land of Egypt on man, on beast and on every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. Now, the seventh plague and the eighth visit, the Lord brought hail. And the Bible says, now by this time, what started to happen is, when God dealt with the stubbornness, ego and the pride of your enemies, some of your enemies have started to be gripped by the fear of the Lord. And they are following what you are prophesying. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are not of the Lord, but they... Have you, have you faced enemies where, you know, how much ever they hate you, but they will believe in you what you are saying. The Bible says in verse number 20, He who feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made his servants, his livestock flee to the houses. Because by now they knew that whatever Moses says comes to pass. So let us fear him. Let us fear the Lord. The Lord will bring your enemies under your feet. The Lord will bring your enemies in fear of you. That is what happens in the 8th visit and the 7th plague. Yes, hallelujah. Even as you increase in the Lord, hallelujah, your power and your influence. And oh my God, it will start to devastate your enemies. Even though they hate you, with all their grumpiness, they will say, oh yeah, we hate him. We don't like him. But let us do what he is saying. Hallelujah. That is what will happen. Amen. Okay, okay, okay. The Lord and and then Exodus, let us go to the ninth visit and the eighth plague. Exodus chapter number 10, verse number 12 to 17. Exodus chapter number 10, yeah, verse number 12 to 17. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts. You see, after that, after that lice, uh, the lice plague, that came after that God is not asking Moses to use the rod. Because the rod is used against witchcraft only. Hallelujah. Now it's the hand of the Lord and the word of the Lord bringing judgment. So, but see here in verse 12 what it says. The Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts. That they may have, uh, they, they may come upon the land of Egypt. That every herb of the land all the and all that the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his rod over the land of Egypt. Now Moses stretched out, stretched out his rod, but he was asked to stretch, stretch out his hand. But he stretched out his rod. Why? That is a human tendency actually. Okay. If you want, you know, want to, you want to know why? It's a human tendency. It's like a human tendency. I saw a children's movie. Once upon a time, I saw a children's movie. And in that movie, it was a movie about cricket where a small child was recruited in the international Indian cricket team to be a batsman. And he had a magic bat with him. Whenever he believed, whenever he used that bat, he could play very well. And by that bat, at the age, in his teenage age, 14 or 15, he was recruited in the, uh, you know, in the international cricket team as a main batsman. And in that movie, he used to play with that bat and every match was won. But in the final match, one of his enemy friends came and broke that bat so that he cannot win that match. So the coach or the captain of the team told that boy, it's not about the magic bat. It's about your skills. 
so it was not your bat and then when he came to that realization he he batted with another bat and still won the match so that is a human tendency that moses again and again is using the rod when god is telling him to use the hand are we understanding because he thinks oh there is something in the rod any which ways okay hallelujah we all are supposed to grow even moses was growing in the lord at that time hallelujah so listen to me so that is the explanation i gave you if you because many people would have doubts on that verse number 13 says so moses stretched out his rod over the land of egypt and the lord brought an east wind on the land all that day and all that night when it was morning the east wind brought the locusts and the locusts went went up over all the land of egypt and rested on all the territory of egypt they were very severe previously there had been no such locusts as they nor shall there be such after them for they covered the face of the whole earth so that the land was darkened and they ate every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees which which the hail had left so there remained nothing green on the trees or on the plants of the field throughout all the land of egypt then pharaoh now this is the main guy then pharaoh called for moses and aaron in haste and said i have sinned against the lord your god and against you after they have been gripped with fear the next the next part is the next step is god will make them repent before them him and god will make them repent before you you are increasing you are increasing and your enemy is coming down those powers that ruled you that controlled you hallelujah that kept you poor they are coming down and now they are repenting oh no 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 now pharaoh's repentant uh, repentance is not a true repentance because these spirits that control our lives they are stubborn spirits they are fake spirits when they are tormented by the anointing that the lord has given us when they are tormented because we are increasing in the lord for a time being they will say oh we will let you go we will let you go but then they will turn their hearts that is how they are hallelujah but wait and watch what the lord does after this hallelujah so the ninth visit and the eighth plague shows that god is judging your enemy and utterly destroying their produce and bringing them to regret and repentance and breaking their stubbornness for stubbornness to break it does not needs one striking it needs multiple striking that's why the lord is continuing to send plagues now hallelujah it will not happen that oh they have they have bowed down before me wait and watch again they will come back against you they need multiple and constant striking hallelujah you need to be consistent in punching the enemy hallelujah don't say that sometimes the enemy will say oh i repent i repent don't beat me any longer and you will have mercy you will leave them again they will rise up against you you need to consistently give them punches <laughs> hallelujah you need to consistently attack them until they lose complete hold over you and this is what is happening moses and aaron are increasing by each plague hallelujah by each visit they are visiting hallelujah then the 10th visit exodus chapter number 10 so i am not going to the verses we don't have time exodus chapter number 10 was 21 to 23 there the bible says the ninth plague was god brought utter darkness over egypt 
so thick darkness that can be felt. What does that signify? And the Bible says that God kept the land in Goshen, land of Goshen under light, but God brought darkness all over Egypt. That signifies God separating the darkness from the light. And that signifies God is bringing a new beginning, a new season in your life. Amen. A season of victory. A season of stepping out of the bondage. Yes, Hallelujah. That is what it signifies. Are we understanding? Remember what I said you, uh, told you at the first. That the Lord, when you increase in the Lord, the enemy will be driven out little by little. That is our context. That is... From that I drawn, I draw context to the revelation, to that revelation, that how the Lord leads us. The Lord will bring darkness over your enemy and he will separate you and keep you in light. Hallelujah. When God was creating the earth, what he did, what he, did he created light, not the darkness. And the Bible says he separated light from darkness. And then a new season started. A new day started. It signifies God will put darkness over your enemy and bring you in light completely. He is going to start a new season in your life. You are going to go out of Egypt very soon. Amen. Hallelujah. You are not going to see the Egyptians anymore in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Those who oppressed you, put you in bondage. You are coming out of that land and you are coming out of the hold of that enemy in Jesus mighty name. Okay, now the last visit. You know the last visit what happened? The last visit, that is the 11th visit and the 10th plague. Exodus chapter number 11, verse number 1 to 4. It says, I will strike all the firstborn of the Egyptians. Even of the animals, I will strike them. Even of the servants in Egypt, I will strike all the firstborn of Egypt. What does that mean? God is destroying the legacy of your enemy against you. That they will never be able to rise up against you again. Hallelujah. God is destroying the legacy. At the end, at the end, what he is doing is, Hallelujah, the last step he takes, he destroyed, destroys the legacy. He destroys the legacy of your enemy. Hallelujah, because... Today, when you are defeating that enemy, the legacy can come up against you after 10-15 years. But he is destroying utterly. He's, he wants to deliver you completely out of Egypt and give you complete victory. Hallelujah. Little by little, he is increasing you. And even as you are increasing in him, he is carrying out deliverance in certain areas. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? And after that, the Bible says... After the legacy was destroyed, after the seed of the serpent was destroyed, that is the firstborn of Pharaoh, they were led out of Egypt by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And even when they were coming out of Egypt, they had no power. Egypt had no power over the children of Israel because of the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. Hallelujah. The power of the Lord, the presence of the Holy Spirit was there with the children of Israel. And at the end, for the one last time, the Lord told Moses to use the rod to part the Red Sea again. Because the last limitation was the, the territorial spirits that limited you. Do you know if your ancestral line earned $50,000 a month, all of them never went beyond that. 
you will have great difficulty if you want to be a rich man you cannot go beyond that there are territorial and limiting demons sitting on the boundaries on the red sea that needs to be dealt with at the last you will part them and you will make them drown in the sea by the rod of god hallelujah that is the last thing that he will you know you know when you are completely delivered when you break your family limits when you become someone what your forefathers were not hallelujah in my family line no one did what i am doing hallelujah when you when you break the limits of your family you know that you are increasing you have increased in the stature of the lord and conquered conquered the ancestral strongholds yes. of your family line how uh, how many of you us are understanding the last the last the last thing is that he will make you part the red sea and cross and cross hallelujah and cross the demons that limited you hallelujah amen i know your father father was not a preacher but you are trying to be a preacher and you are facing a hard time you have to increase in the lord and go to till the extent where you break the limits of your father's line hallelujah and become a mighty man of god and become a mighty woman of god hallelujah god will increase you little by little let let us pray Amen. let us stop here because it was hallelujah very technical so i want to stop here god will increase you little by little hallelujah and take this as a road map to your complete victory hallelujah hallelujah we have to increase in the lord yes. we have to increase in the lord many christians and many many believers are still satisfied you know in there are even many pastors and many servants of god the enemy is persecuting them the unbelieving family members are persecuting them you have not addressed the you have not increased in the lord yet you have to increase in the lord because the enemy has to bow down before you they have to acknowledge the power over your life hallelujah Oh thank you Jesus thank you Lord Father I pray tonight that you will increase your people I pray tonight that you will increase your people in the name of Jesus Christ increase your people in the name let the, let your people increase in you let your word increase in them oh let the measure of the spirit over them increase in the name of Jesus Christ that they will give no space of to the to the enemy to occupy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ hallelujah hallelujah people who are stuck lord people who are persecuted lord oh lord i pray that they will rise up and they will increase in the name of Jesus Christ even as you increased Moses and Aaron and at the end the bible says all of Egypt were in fear of Moses hallelujah the same egypt that used to joke about moses that used to put down moses criticize moses the same egyptians were in fear of moses they were gripped with fear because he increased in the lord let your people increase lord i pray the enemy cannot stand against us the bible say if god is for us who can be against us lord let your people rise up lord i decree and declare your people cannot be defeated in jesus mighty name your people cannot live a defeated life in jesus mighty name oh in the mighty name of jesus let your people rise up to victory let your people rise up to victory let your people rise up to victory in jesus mighty name and and, and tonight lord 
Lord, even as you have spoken to us, Lord, Lord, we start off, Lord, those who have not started off to increase in you, increase in you, let them start off by attacking the priesthood in their ancestral line. Those priests, Lord, who are governing and controlling and controlling their lives through the altars of their ancestral line, Lord, pour out your authority over them. Lord, give them your authority that you have given them by thy word, Lord, that they will attack by prayer, fasting and by your word. They will attack that priesthood in Jesus' mighty name. We attack the we attack the rod and we destroy the rods of James and Jambres in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Every James and Jambres, every authority of the sorcerers and the magicians that is controlling your life, I attack them in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let the rod of God swallow up the rods in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Lead your people to victory. Lead your people to victory. Your word says we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Let them conquer every area of their lives. Even the iniquities of their fathers and their forefathers, which has been passed on to them. The iniquities, the areas of sins in which they are struggling, Lord. I pray that you will bring about conviction, Lord. And they will they will conquer those areas. They, were, they will inherit those areas, Lord. I rebuke the sin of lust, Lord. I rebuke the sin of pornography, Lord. I rebuke the sin of alco alcoholism, Lord. Drunkenness, Lord. I rebuke the sin of greediness, Lord. I rebuke every ancestral iniquity out of the lives of people I rebuke the spirit of anger in the name of Jesus Christ Hallelujah! I rebuke the spirit of poverty in the name of Jesus Christ everything that has been passed on to them and controlling them Lord from the ancestral line from the altars uh, we rebuke it get out right now in Jesus mighty name lead your people to complete victory in Jesus mighty name like Moses and Aaron Lord Hallelujah! they increased they increased let them increase from now on let them increase from now on some people People are in fear of Pharaoh they are afraid of Pharaoh like the people of Israel were they were so afraid of Pharaoh I rebuke the spirit of fear and timidity from the lives of people in Jesus mighty name. Let your people rise up to victory. Let your people rise up to victory in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Every kind of occultic activities and occultic actors, uh, occultic altars, Lord, coming down from the ancestral line, like the altars of astrology and divination, I break upon the lives of people in the name of Jesus Christ. The altars and the priesthood of, of divination and astrology, hallelujah, I break upon the lives of some people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every limitation in their lives be broken. Lord, every person out here is in different phases of their life. Let them increase in the Lord from there. Let them increase of, in the Lord from there. Let them break the limits of your family. Let them break the limit. Uh, let them break the limits of their family. Let them break the limits of their family in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They shall increase, Lord. They shall increase, Lord. I pray for the Red Sea to be parted for them in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Those who have conquered everything but they are waiting at the Red Sea. I pray that they will raise up the 
rod once again. Use the authority God has given them, Lord, and that they will part the Red Sea, Lord. Hallelujah, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and cross over, Lord, cross over, Lord, that they will never be the same, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I I thank you, Lord, that you are raising up a remnant. I thank you, Lord, that you are raising up a breed that has not come from that has not come from flesh and blood, but that is coming from the Holy Spirit, Lord. A breed of the Spirit, a new breed of the Spirit. The Lord is raising up, Lord. Hallelujah! The Lord is raising up in this place a new breed of the Spirit. A new breed of the Spirit be raised up in this place, Lord. Be raised up in this place, Lord. Oh Lord, who will not look like their ancestors, Lord? Who will not look like the people of the old, Lord? Lord, but they will look like the men and women of the Bible Lord but they will look like Jesus Christ Lord that they will be they will be like Jesus Christ Lord hallelujah that they will inherit the qualities the character the power the anointing of their of their of their father of Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ hallelujah hallelujah Lord your word says Lord it's your will, Lord, that we all be transformed and to be and be changed into the image of your only begotten son, that he would be the firstborn among all of us, among the brethren. Lord, make your people like you in Jesus mighty name, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray many people are being governed by the instructions of their relatives, of their families, Lord. They don't have their own decisions, Lord. They are not led by the spirit, Lord. I break that hold over their lives. Let your Holy Spirit lead them to complete victory. Lord lead them to complete victory right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Lord I break every ancestral altar and priesthood governing brother Eric in Jesus mighty name Lord oh lead him to complete victory Lord in the name of Jesus Christ every priesthood in his family line Lord that is making him stuck at places that is bringing delays in his life let you deal with it in Jesus mighty name you lead him to attack those altars that priesthood in the mighty name of Jesus Christ hallelujah lead your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ father we thank you for your word Lord we give you the praise honor and glory Lord I cover all your people Lord who are here and their families Lord with the blood of Jesus Christ Lord hallelujah thank you Jesus Thank you for this wonderful time. Let your word bring mighty deliverance in the lives of your people. Thank you for your presence. Thank you once again, Lord, for leading us and guiding us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for some people here. I pray for John Paul, even as they are celebrating their anniversary, the wedding anniversary. Bless them, Lord. Lead this couple into complete victory, Lord, on this wedding anniversary. Even as the word has come. Let this word be a prophetic word for both of them, for John, Paul and, and, and Deborah, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray for all the other people, Lord. Fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Those who are sick, Lord, I pray that you will release healing in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, even whichever situation they are in, I pray that they will focus on you, Lord. That whatever problem, health problem, financial conditions or family problems will not be able to deviate your people, will not be able to deviate your people from following you, from reading your word, hearing from you and praying, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, every distracting powers and distracting situations we cancel in the lives of people in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, you shall supply all the needs, all that needs according to your riches 
and glory in Christ Jesus. Those who are going through financial crisis, I pray for, your, for a mighty supply of their needs from your abundance in Jesus' mighty name. We give you all the praise, honor and glory. Hallelujah. We cover all of us with the blood of Jesus in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and we all say Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Amen. The service. Amen. Hallelujah. The service is not ended, so stay on. We have announcement. Okay, we'll announce for tomorrow and Sunday again. We will have service, the Sunday night service. And we wish uh, uh, Pastor John Paul and his wife a uh, happy wedding anniversary as they are celebrating yes, today. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, thank, thank you. you.